0: Testing, testing, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 69. Good news everybody, I'm using the correct microphone this week. Uh, I've been using just my laptop microphone. Now I had the real one plugged in, but uh, you basically have to go into the software and switch it on, tell the computer, hey this is the microphone I want to use. I'm not, I am not, when it comes to technology, I'm not... Uh, I am not cool. Like the other day I got so I've just been using Instagram. I just started, and I was trying to figure out how to put music onto like your posts or whatever. And they're like, it's a sticker, you gotta I was like, oh do you have to download it? You have to download the sticker? And one of my friends was like, How old are you? Like are you like in your are you in your 80s? He's right though, but guess what? I'm using the microphone. Right now, so who's the idiot now? Not not I, not I Guys, uh, welcome to Gambling for Shoes This is the third episode of the most successful and compelling gambling podcast in the history of the world I'm going to say that every week and it eventually people will start believing it uh, Thank you to everyone who's uh, come out and said nice things Text messages, emails, I haven't gotten any emails But uh, I appreciate the, uh, you know the kind words. Everyone else, what's your problem? Huh? It's not good enough for you? It's not good enough that I I took my little podcast gear all the way to Austin, Texas? It's heavy. Took it through security. I flew it over several states. Put it in my Airbnb on a ironing board and recorded a podcast and gave you a successful pick. Actually, that's not true. And I'm also just kidding. I, I'm, I'm not. It's okay, you guys. This podcast will be good eventually. Uh, Yeah, so last week I did take a little shit I did take a little shit because like What do you mean you have a gambling podcast And you didn't put out a pick And you know what, that's a fair point But I was recording on Tuesday In the middle of traveling And this podcast is going to be about a lot of things But it's also going to be a little bit about discipline Making half-ass bets Not really thinking about anything That's how this podcast started I got tired of losing money And I felt like If I had placed a bet on Tuesday um, Not really doing any research I was definitely going to lose And I think I would have Because uh, on Tuesday I was thinking about betting on the Bengals And guess who blew it out of their ass on Sunday The Bengies So instead I went with a chalk uh, Three team teaser I took the, the Packers The Cardinals And the Seahawks I did not take the Cardinals It was the Packers Well shit Sorry, gambling's all about who else? Who did I take? The Chiefs, the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Seahawks, and they all took care of business pretty good. It was a very easy Sunday. That's those are the bets you want to make where you don't even have to think about it. Uh, and all all of those outcomes were basically spoken for um, shortly after halftime. And that was a nice, comfy Sunday. I did not post that pick. I did on I did on my Instagram. But uh, guys, I from now on I'll never do that again. I will always. Give you guys a pick. You fiends. Find, like I said. Don't listen to me. I, this podcast started because I suck at gambling. Okay. I'm trying to force some discipline. So if you're hanging on. If you're hanging on to whatever I'm picking. Oh boy. I You know. You can come on this podcast and scream at me. How about that? No that's not true. Don't. Uh, don't. do don't, Do not follow me. <laughs> Even though I am 2-0 and... I'm Red hot, and have uh, you know my third eye is on fire, and I'm seeing into the future right now. I can tell you right now how COVID ends. I already know. I'm not going to talk about COVID, but I will say one of the, one of the big one of the big reasons why I don't like betting on on Tuesdays now, because look, COVID in the NFL is crazy. Okay, like on Monday they had more cases than ever. It's like every team was losing two and three guys, it seemed like, and uh, you know it makes when that happens, those dudes are out for the week, and you never know when someone's going to test positive for COVID, vaccinated or not, and it makes forecasting these games super tricky because you could be betting on uh, uh, the Seahawks and Russell Wilson turns up with COVID on on Saturday, and you're stuck betting on the Seahawks without their best player, so. It's a it's a tough time to be a gambler. Does anyone want to hear that? Does anyone want to hear a gambler bitch about how hard it is to throw his money away? <laughs> but anyway, guys, successful week. I, I am thankful for that. I got two new pairs of shoes. They both will be here this week. I got one coming. Should be here today, but you never know with that supply chain. It'll never get here. No, I, we'll see. Um, but thankful to at least have some momentum and some validity because whenever I lose the next six weeks in a row I'll be able to say "Well, remember that time when I started off 2-0 remember that you guys I'm not an idiot Um, (laughs) but you know it's good it's good to be in the winner's circle I'm trying to stay humble And I do have a pick this week. And guess what? I've already put it in. I'm already nervous about it. And I'll put it at the end of the show, which will be here shortly because I'm really trying to keep these, you know, 20, 30 minutes because uh, in reality, this is just, just a man in his bedroom with a microphone he's finally using for the first time talking to himself. But guys, you guys are all in this room with me right now. I'm looking at you in your eyes. You're all here with me. I can feel it. (laughs) <laughs> so i did uh, i did some comedy last night and boy oh boy so a lot of people are like so what's it like and usually here i'll tell you what it's like usually comedy sucks usually every night is a punch to the stomach okay not because i'm bad at comedy it's just sometimes i'm bad at comedy but it's 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 a, uh, you know at this level it's not like we're doing theaters every night You know, these open mics I go to, these independent shows I go to, some of these club shows, you know, the rooms are more or less empty or full of drunk people. And, uh, you know, it can make for a tough environment. You know, not, believe it or not, people don't always feel like laughing when they come to a comedy show. Um, So the bad nights outnumber the good nights, but the good nights in comedy are, they keep you going for months, man. I mean, it's like one big chunk of coal to throw on that old locomotive, keeps you going, man, and so last night was a bad night that turned into a, a good night, I think, so friend hit me up, he's like, hey, I got this show at a bar in this small town in Ohio, don't really know much about it, um, but you're, you're probably going to host, or be prepared to do like 20 minutes, with you. so um, I leave for the show last night, he calls me, he's like, hey, we don't we don't have sound equipment. Okay. Right then we should have just said, you know what? Let's just stay home tonight. Let's just cancel, you know? But instead I was like, guess what? I've got sound equipment. I got it in my, in downstairs. I'll go get it. Turn around, get my sound equipment, come back. All right, I get to the show, which is like 30 miles away. And, uh, the show has already started. We thought, I thought we were holding off for my sound equipment. The show had already started. There's 10 people there. And the guy who's headlining is in the middle of like a 30 minute set. So that's how the show starts. Which is kind of uh, kind of weird. And he had sound equipment already. Right, I'm not sure where it came from. I think my friend scored him some. I don't know. So. Because the last thing you want to do is to try to do comedy without sound equipment. Then you're just doing slam poetry. And look. I know, I know some people like slam poetry. But for most of us it's weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> comedy may be weird, but at least we can make you laugh. I'm not sure what you what you do, how you react to slam poetry. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just an ape, you know, and I just emotionally not involved enough. But anyway, so this show is happening. Ten people, like I said, we should have already canceled. A, a normal people would have said, you know what, it's we'll just get them next time. It's okay. But my friend goes up. He does well. I go up and they said, do whatever, do however long you want. And usually in a show in a big room with uh, shoddy equipment in front of 10 people, you know, before you go up, you're like, I'm going to get up here. I'm going to do, I'm going to tell one joke and I'm getting off stage. That's what, that's what your mind tells you It's like, get me out of here. <laughs> but I ended up doing, I ended up doing like 23 minutes and I had a blast. I had so much fun. And that's, that's that's why you do comedy. We we're cha- we are chasing the dragon. Like I I you know I have I am obviously addicted to vam- gambling a little bit, but I am really addicted to comedy because we keep chasing that hit, man. You know, it's like we'll we'll open up any door because there might be some real validation behind it. You know, so comedy comedy is great, but uh, it also sucks too. But the good nights, like last night. I mean, that's why you hang in there, man. Just in case. Just in case something good might happen. And that's why I gamble too. Just in case. What's crazy is that, like, alright, so, this is the third episode. I I think most people don't, if they don't know the backstory, and I'm sure there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are just waiting to download this third episode. But I used to play professional baseball. And there has been an interesting amount of overlap between professional baseball and stand-up comedy, I will say. But it's interesting because, like I said, last night, I would have been like, once we found out there was no sound equipment, your gut instinct is like, well, let's just cancel it. But we, we did it anyway, right? And baseball, for as long as I can remember... Every practice, every game, I wanted them all to get canceled. I didn't want to do any of it. <laughs> and like when I look back, I'm like why did not play in the big leagues? It's like that I think that attitude is probably, it probably did not help me. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to go home and chill. That's what I like to do. I should have started a podcast when I was like seven. But I remember I was like in seventh grade. And uh, they would do a school announcements like before school gets out, and it was like kind of rainy. And uh, <laughs> they announced whether or not our baseball practice is going to be canceled. So they're like, "All right." The principal comes on. I'm like, "Come on, dude, give me the good news. I want to go home. I got some Mario Kart to play, bro. I'm not trying to go hit the ball off the tee and run in cold weather. I don't want to do that." <laughs> and one of my friends was like, "Why do you even play, bro? Why are you even playing?" I don't know. I really don't know, and then I continued to play for twenty more years. <laughs> but with comedy, man, I, I know why I'm playing because I love the game or something like that. That's what I'm supposed to say. But no, I, I, I do, I do love it. I, I will say, um, I don't talk. I have yet, I have yet to tell a baseball joke on stage, and a lot of that is because like, it's. I'm not really sure where to start. You know, like it's. Cause a lot of comedy is about you want to relate to people and starting a joke with so I used to play professional baseball. That's not the most relatable subject matter, you know. Even though I guess it's technically interesting, I'm just not really sure where to begin my baseball material, you know. Because there's definitely a lot of funny stuff, and I I know I have a unique perspective and all that stuff, but there's just a lot to unpack. Where does where does one begin? Like I feel like I need to start like back in T-ball and just work my way up. Hmm. I think the fun the funny one of the funniest things about baseball is uh, the way coaches talk to players, and ju- that's just sports in general. But like throughout, I don't I don't think coaches talk to players today like they did in back in my day. You know, I, I mean I'm sure people get chewed out and embarrassed and stuff a little bit, but it's kind of think. It's kind of weird to think that I'm already of a different generation to where it was totally cool and expected, and even enabled and rooted for for a coach to get in your ass, <laughs> you know. And it was funny. Like they were all funny. Like looking back, whatever you do, if you ever find yourself when someone is reaming you verbally, don't sit in the front row because you will become part of the speech. For any young athletes out there stay in the back, (laughs) for sure, I remember the first time a coach went in, not necessarily on me, but just on me and my team, we were like 13, 14 at the absolute oldest, okay, and uh, we just played a highly dramatic game. And uh, that we had won in extra innings, okay? But we played so bad for the first, like, seven. You know, like, uh, errors all over the field. We're getting our ass kicked, like, 10 nothing, And we came back, and we won the game. We won the game. Of Like, a like, like, walk-off grand slam. For a 13-year-old, literally one of the greatest moments in, of, of our lives. <laughs> but like I said, we had been super sloppy before. before all that had happened. Like... My uh, my friend was a, was the second baseman. He actually tripped over himself in like the fourth inning. On a, they hit him a ground ball. He tried to collect his feet, and I guess was, like his laces got caught in his in his cleats, and he literally fell over trying to field the ball. Like runs scored, and you know our parents are screaming, our coaches are going nuts. But we like I said, we went on to win the game. So we go down to right field after for the day. Or for the for the meeting after the game, right? And we all the coaches like take a knee. It's like, well, this is this is a weird, this is a weird time it's to be uh, tense. <laughs> you know, we would, we we literally just celebrated a real life Disney moment. We came back from like two touchdowns and won in extra innings. Where's my juice box? Where's my orange slice? I want to hug my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like Sit the fuck down Everybody And he goes That was the biggest Bunch of horse shit I've ever seen Just the dribbling shits For two and a half hours And he goes We got a second baseman Who can't even stand On his fucking feet And my second, Our second baseman My friend Kind of goes Well You know, because he tripped over his laces. He goes, he goes, well, what do you, what do you want me to do? And that coach got in his face and goes, I want you to shut your goddamn mouth. Looking back, it's hilarious. Hilarious. But in the moment, it it was still funny in the moment because, you know, we were all happy and he was, he was ready to fight all of us. (laughs) <laughs> it's like that's just, this is weird parenting, you know should we have lost the game <laughs> so i don't I don't know if, if i I doubt thirteen year olds are getting talked to like this out there, and you know what it kind of makes me sad I think it's it's good for you to be physically afraid of a grown man <laughs> I'm going to start coaching and I'm I'm going to bring it back. I'm just kidding. I would be, uh, I've never really coached another look. Like I said, I haven't, I wanted everything to get canceled and I've never really thought about coaching. So I think as much as I like to pretend I loved baseball, I think uh, the record of my emotions would say differently, but uh, (laughs) I hope, I hope kids are out there right now getting yelled at. What is it? It's the fall. It's the, the, everyone wants to practice super hard in December for like college and high school baseball and stuff. Cause they're like it's the off season, this is where we make our gains. And we, I remember like the amount of conditioning we would do. I remember one time <laughs> when I was in college, uh, we got in trouble and they were punishing us and we had been running for like, uh, hours, literally hours. And they were just making up shit as they went and like, they would have waterboarded us if they, if they could have no doubt. Cause they had caught us drinking after they told us to stop and we're 18, 19 year old kids. We're going to stop partying. Are you kidding me? Uh, so, you know, they're just destroying us. You know, practice was canceled. They were just running our dicks into the ground basically. And, and the, one of the last hurdles they made us do, they, we had to run around the field. It was, I remember it was rainy. It was muddy and freezing. We had to run around the field with tires around our waist. Carrying a tire around a race—it was like two miles after running for three hours—and it's like, what? What does this have to do with hitting home runs or striking people out or winning baseball games? I'm too skeptical. You know, this is this is why I do comedy. But I, all all head coaches, I was like, man, this guy's this guy this guy's weird, man. <laughs> I had a couple good coaches, but. If you know, I feel like uh, people say we need better politicians. We need better coaches. All right, <laughs> I will say that. So speaking of better coaches, uh, the Bengals. Good God, uh, you know, I like I said, I'm not trying to fire Zach Taylor. I really, like I said, I don't want to be some guy who played a different sport and acts like I know football. I know a little football, but I've never played. So, but it just seems like man, these the Bengals, like they're not ready to be to win quite, they come out, they're sloppy as hell, turnovers, mental mistakes, it's ugly out there, man, and it's like, and I, I feel like with the amount of talent they had, they should be doing a little bit better than, than what's actually happening, and that's kind of a bummer, because like, having a bad coach, it's kind of like, it's like, it's kind of like having cancer or something, I, look, I've never had cancer, <laughs> or even, lucky, I don't even know anyone who's ever had cancer, that's how, that's how Graced of a life that I live, but I'm just saying, like the the can't, it just seems like you have to remove the tumor, man. Because the I, the Bengals will be very good next year. If they're if they're not very good next year, that'll be good for it'll that'll be it for Zach Taylor, I think. But um, it is kind of frustrating to watch this year. But I, I think you know I would bet that they're probably going to miss the playoffs. They got a lot. Uh, their schedule's rough, and I just don't think they're going to overcome. Their weaknesses. And this is already sad. Who cares? The Bengals suck. That's not news. The Bengals have always sucked. I mean, look, they'll, they'll be okay. At least here in Cincinnati, we can at least be thankful that they're going to be relevant. Joe Burrow will at least keep them relevant. But uh, I'm learning that, like, thinking about a Super Bowl four years from now, three years from now, it, it may actually be crazy talk. We need to get, like, Bill Cowher or something like that. I don't know what that some bitch is doing. But... Anyway, let's uh we are at minute twenty. We're whoa, we're just breezing through just a crazy guy in his basement talking to his microphone right for the first time. Feels good. <laughs> so I've picked my shoes and uh You know what? I think these are something that are actually actually gonna work. You know, I think I can wear these. Even the right, so they're boots, but they're Sperry boots. It's like I thought they made they made boat shoes. What? So part of me is like, am I? Why am I? Could I find a better shoe than this? But I like the way they look. I don't care what what that makes me sound like. I like these shoes. So they're called a uh, Sperry Storm Hikers. Wait, Striper Storm Hikers. They have got three reviews on Zappos, four stars. I mean, who's writing these reviews? Get a life They're shoes They either fit you or they don't um, You bought them <laughs> uh, So yeah, they are uh, I need some boots, man I'm in Cincinnati, bro I can't be wearing uh, chucks in, in January So, you know, I like these Plus, they they there's a theme There's a theme These are boots, okay? Boots are good for stomping around For making some noise For proving your point and making a statement people are out there like that's not what boots are like at all that's not at all what boots are for but bear with me I'm trying to I'm trying to set this up dramatically because uh this week's pick uh is based on revenge yeah a little bit of revenge yeah the you, man coming for you uh yeah this week I'm betting on the Patriots again. Because they might actually be one of the best teams in football. I think the Packers are the best team in football, for the record. But I think the Patriots are at least in the top four. And they're playing at Indianapolis, who's probably in the top ten. But, uh, I think that I like this quarterback matchup here. Uh, So, the backstory is why I'm uh, trying to force this theme of revenge here. Um, Frank White. Frank White. (laughs) Frank Reich He is the head coach Of the Indianapolis Colts And uh, A couple Super Bowls ago He was the Offensive coordinator For the Philadelphia Eagles Who beat the Patriots In dramatic fashion They kind of stole A a, a Super Bowl From the Patriots uh, Because they They had that uh, I think the Patriots Really dominated the game They had like 600 yards of total offense Really kind of do They did whatever They want to do But somehow the Eagles The Eagles won the game Uh And would they use like kind of a trick play at the end that really kind of put the dagger in the chest of the Patriots? And I just don't really think uh, that Bill Belichick is the type of guy who forgets stuff like that. So I think that uh, he's someone that is definitely uh, motivated by blood and revenge. And I think uh, he's had Frank Reich's voodoo doll sitting under his bed for quite some time now. And uh, this, this is a great chance for him to uh, exact his revenge, but also really kind of take control of the AFC. Um, and probably, because you know the, the Colts are a good team. They are. And I'm a little nervous about this bet. But uh, I just think that uh, when it comes to gambling, particularly on football, so much of it comes down to, to coaching staffs. And I think that Belichick will have his team ready to play. I think uh, Mr. Reich will... As well, This is going to be a very tight game. So the pick this week is I'm going to put in a 7-point teaser, uh, which is basically like uh, it's me manipulating the odds in my favor. But it, it cost me money, essentially. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm adding 7 points to the spread, which I got it at 2.5. I couldn't believe that uh, it reached... That high because it's in Indianapolis. The Colts are coming off a bye week and they do have some elite players, but I, I the matchup I'm looking at is I really see Carson Wentz blowing this out of his ass. That's uh, that's kind of how I see this going. So um, yeah. So here we go. I'm trying to log in and, and my every now and then uh, my gambling account will add another. Level of uh, login information I have to add it's like God. There's got to be an easier way. Why do I have to know a thousand logins? I I don't want to get microchipped. You know that seems to be the future. People want to install a hard drive in their brain or something like that. If it could somehow keep up with all of my passwords and stuff, I would I would subject I would I would do that. Um, okay, so I added seven points to the spread. Um, which means that the Patriots, instead of being two and a half, they're now plus nine and a half. Okay? So if they lose by ten, I lose. If they win or lose by nine and a half or less, I win. So long as the game goes under the total. Okay, the total was at uh forty-five and a half. I tease that seven points. It's like a combo thing. So now it's under fifty-two. So if the if the Patriots keep it under ten and the game stays under 52 and a half points. So if they score uh, oh my god, if the score is like this is my public education showing off. I'm like what's If the game is if the game is 27 to 26, I lose everything even if the Patriots win. But um, I think this game is going to be more like uh, 20 to 17. Yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty tight one, and uh, in a tight toss-up game like this, I, I think, I, I just think siding with the Patriots, because they're, they're consistent, they're going to play well, I mean, there there is a chance the Colts kick the shit out of them, there is a small chance, but I don't think so, I don't think so, I think the Patriots have a great chance to win the game, but... Uh, if they lose by three or even seven, that's fine. I, I just think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Colts have a good defense. Pitchers still have a rookie quarterback who has yet to really, really have a, have a bad game. So he may struggle a little bit out here. So that's what I'm thinking. I'll probably put in another bet uh, because I am a degenerate gambler. Probably not. All right, so guys, that that's it. Where are we at? We're at 27 minutes. That's a lean 27 minutes. I don't even know what I talked about. Um, but I think it was good. Uh, so, if you listen, thank you. If you didn't listen, what are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. If, if you didn't, it's okay. There's We've got millions of listeners already, so we don't need any more, to be honest. So, uh, guys, thank you so much. I'll post uh, the picture of the shoes and some type of uh, fancied up uh, graphic for my uh, actual pick-pick. But we're getting revenge boots in the name of Bill Belichick exacting. His, uh, you know, five-year revenge on uh, old old Frank Reich. But um, they say don't bet with emotions. This this bet is all based on emotions. So I bet that um, when I talk to you guys next week, I'll be on here being like, why didn't I bet on something else? But you know what? I've made the pick. It's already in. Here we go. Let's go, Patriots. Thanks, guys.